Welcome to the Card Custom Home and Architecture Podcast, the podcast that guides those looking for a home that expresses their unique lifestyle to release creative DNA into their project and have it completed while keeping the artistic vision alive. Now, here's your architect creative, J.D. Carling. All right. Welcome to the Card Custom Home and Architecture Podcast. Today, I'm here with my very good friends, Jen and Justin Johnson. Not only are they my friends, but they're also serial clients of Card. (laughs) And uh, I thought it would be fun for everybody to hear different aspects of their experience in the architectural process. And can you guys just tell everybody a little bit about yourselves, like one fun thing maybe that you'd like people to know? (laughs) (laughs) Fun thing. We've got four kids and a dog named Louie. Yeah. (laughs) I think that's, let's see, that's about the most fun we have is with our kids. But uh, yeah, we've been married for 18 years and I'm a native Orlandoan and Jen hails from Minnesota. You betcha. Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. But I am a stay-at-home mom and love everything home. Just love to curate my home and cook and raise my kids. Very cool. It's changed a little bit now, but I pretty much every client that I had had a kid for like the first five years. It didn't matter if it was a house or a restaurant or a commercial building. Um, I, it probably has to do with my age, but it was just funny that people, it was like, you're already doing something, you know, building a house or your, you know, your dream business. And then you decide to have a kid at the same time. And I think it's like the creation urge is like once you're getting it, it's not, it's like kids, place for the kids or just your business, like you wanting like season of like growth in your life. So, um, Jen, you, you mentioned something, you like home, you like curating your home and stuff like that. But what made you think like the act, not just decorating the house, but the actual home that you lived in would be better if it was designed around the way you were raising your family. Yeah. So we love to entertain as well. We love to share our home. So hospitality is huge. And so to me, it's really important how the house flows, how people feel when they're inside, where they stand, where they sit, the lighting, all of that is really important. When you talked about standing and sitting, what did you notice a difference in just having kind of a default kitchen versus the one that that, uh, you had designed for you. Yeah, well, they say people always stand in the kitchen, Mm -hmm. and that's so true. People kind of always gather in the kitchen, and our kitchen was really small and very walled in, Mm -hmm. and so opening it up with a peninsula caused people to really gather around the peninsula and Mm -hmm. flow better into the living room and allowed for everybody to be together, even no matter where they were in that space. I think I remember, Justin, you were in your existing space, were studying in like a little closet or something. Is that? Yeah. Well, I I was attempting to have a home office, Mm -hmm. which it wasn't set up very well for that. So part of our renovations and transformation, Mm -hmm. yeah, repurposed that space. Yeah. But yeah, that's what we were doing. Now you're in the middle of building a separate building. Yes. As an additional dwelling unit, which is kind of like 
the most popular thing to be doing right now. I've got a number of projects like that. So I know you had more kids. So then the additional space you got became not enough additional space. So now you're doing the ADU. Yep. Can you tell me a little bit about the purpose behind the ADU for you guys? Yeah. Well, when we moved into our house, we had two kids over the course of time and being at home we had two additional kids. <laughs> so we have four kids and they're all growing, but the house had not. And mm -hmm. although we had changed the layout of things to work better, we just needed some additional space. So Jen was at home with the kids homeschooling at that time. She wanted a place to send the kids out to, to get some energy out. Mm -hmm. She wanted a swimming pool and I really need, wanted more square footage. I felt like we needed a place that was kind of an additional living space hangout space, a place that we could go to, Jen and I, if we wanted to sit and have a conversation in quiet mm -hmm. or a place that we could send the kids to. Older kids are coming into their teen years now and we wanted our house to be a place that they would want to hang out with their friends. Mm -hmm. And so I felt like, you know, having a place at home that would do that would be important to us. So yeah, yeah that's, we compromised she got the swimming pool. I got the, mm -hmm. we call it pool house, but yeah. it's really ADU multi-purpose. Yeah. I think a few of the people that I've worked for also homeschool. Is there anything spatially that you would, especially with having four, yeah. you would suggest for homeschool parents or people considering homeschool that they might want to incorporate in a home design? Yeah. It's especially important to have that separate space. Our son, who's now 16, he is constantly wanting that space where he can go and study somewhere mm -hmm. with a desk, somewhere that's quiet. And so he's really looking forward to that the extra space will allow him to kind of be and study. On yeah. yeah, the ADU, I think it's a, a cool concept because you, the way, especially for y'all, because it's situated, so it kind of like leads straight out into the pool. Mm -hmm. So, you know, as he gets older, maybe he needs more space to actually do like a longer paper or something like that. Or if you've got the younger kids that just need to be able to go crazy, have a room that's acoustically <laughs> separated from perhaps if they're, you know, you guys are working through work together in the house. I think even more than having a bigger house, sometimes having like different buildings that are, you know, still together can really be conducive to each person thriving. So I, I really like that that idea. Is there any, I don't want to say trial, but one thing that happened maybe schedule-wise or financial-wise that you're like, oh, I learned something from this and we made it through, but I'd like to share that with someone else who's maybe starting the process. I would speak to the permit process. Okay. And that's, of course, on the other another project that we've worked on together, mm -hmm. but the time that it takes to get through a permit process, yeah. which I know I, I've had people ask me, why did that take so long? Yeah. And I've realized people that have actually done that, you know, have mm -hmm. built something or have been in construction, mm -hmm. they don't really ask that question because they just know <laughs> <laughs> that's how it goes, yeah. you know? But I think that was you know, a learning experience for mm -hmm. me in the permit process. Yeah. And so I think having that understanding going into it is important. And, you know, just the willingness to walk through the process, knowing that you'll ultimately be happy with the outcome. Yeah. But I would say that to somebody, just anything that's 
valuable takes mm. time. Yeah. And so being okay with the process is important. I'm glad you said that because I think that it's very tangible that it's like, oh, we've got to build all these bricks, right? And you, you can see time because it's like, oh, it takes you a minute to pick that up. Then you got to put mortar. But then when you turn in paperwork, it's almost like the... I don't know if this is the best analogy, but like the Wizard of Oz behind the curtain, it's like, well, what are these people doing? Why did it take them three weeks? And especially with how much people are building right now, I remember I was talking to Orange Counties. She was the head of the permitting. This was this was actually even before COVID. And she's like, we've had so many people start building, but we haven't been approved more funding to hire more reviewers. Mm -hmm. And we can't really do overtime because it's the government agency and whatever they were approved for didn't have that. So we can't, we literally can't like, speed stuff through without approving wrong stuff and so you may not know that unless you're just like calling them all the time to discuss that so i'm glad you that was kind of like a intangible thing i appreciate you noticing that anything pop in your mind Jen? yeah for me i think it was a little bit of a financial decision with the type of doors we would get for the front mm -hmm. of the pool house because we had envisioned doing the doors that stack and, you know, after some time and thinking about it, we decided to go with the sliding doors. And mm -hmm. J.D., you were so helpful with that and helping us know what company to go with and just what to pick and getting to see your designs around town and seeing what you've done has been was really helpful, too. Mm -hmm. I think it was another house that we got to go through that had the sliding doors. And it just made it so easy to decide because it was a financial, easier decision doing the sliding doors. And I'm excited to. Yeah, very cool. One thing I'm noticing more is like the folding door, the open house project that we're doing has a gigantic folding door. Mm -hmm. And I almost, for that one, I couldn't see it any other way because of the, like if you had that many doors, the width of the threshold would be like <laughs> a landing. <laughs> but in certain situations, like you probably want younger people to be able to use the door or it might be opened more times. Or you may want less panels, like bigger pieces of glass. And you can do bigger pieces of glass with a sliding door versus a folding door. Even though it's popular, it's not like the answer to every situation. So I think that, you know, testing out, taking the time to go view products in action that you're thinking about putting in your house, I think is probably why it's more, it was more successful for you. Because you didn't just say, I got to get in here. I want this thing now. It was like, you know, uh, test stuff out. See if, because it's not always the most, the more expensive thing isn't always the, it might be cooler because <laughs> it's more popular at the time, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's better for your particular situation. Yeah. So I'll add this to JD. You, you have been very helpful with us in having a design intent mm -hmm. and recommendations of things, but then also whether it's for a budget or a, you know, some other factor mm -hmm. of, flexibility to edit, helpful and gracious and flexible in that where we've had to maybe adjust things for whatever reason. So that's been good for us. And I would say if I could add one more thing that if somebody's considering a project, just the number of decisions that you have to make. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I have a whole new appreciation mm -hmm. for construction in any building, mm -hmm. residential or commercial, walking in yeah. and now recognizing, oh my goodness, someone had to choose what door closers to use. Someone hopefully, had to hopefully choose. someone yeah, hopefully looked at it. Yeah. <laughs> someone had to choose just all the tiny little details that we don't pay attention to. 
And again, you've been so helpful in, I think, being knowledgeable of things and helping to curate even when we speak into things, but you kind of curate options that are good options for us. So it's been great. We've enjoyed on one side, the decisions are fun because you get to choose things, Mm -hmm. you know, but you've been very helpful in that too. So we've, that's one thing, just be aware of if somebody's going into a project, uh, there is decision, decision, decision. Uh, it, it, you made me think of a few things when you're talking in, uh, in life. I hope that monogamy is like the goal, right? Like finding somebody, spend your life, loving them, going through ups and downs, with architecture, it's serial it's serial monogamy, which is like, okay, I pick you door handle, I pick you tile, I pick. It's like so many things that you're choosing to move forward with, and it's a unique season in life to be picking all these semi permanent things. I think you know we all all have an an ego or things that we like, but one thing I definitely believe is like. Pretty much as soon as when a child's conceived, it's kind of like immediately those two parts of the the mother and the father create that being, that human. And as soon as a person has their building and their piece of land, it's almost like the thing is there, in my opinion. That's, the, that's why I talk about the architectural DNA, because even though you have to go through the serial monogamy process— so you may not know that, but you're going to have those reactions. So you put stuff down on paper and you might say, hey, I want five room, I want five bathrooms and I want them split this way in, in the other building that we're doing. And then you see them on paper and you're like, well, actually, I'd like to have individual ones so everybody can be together. I think that was already inside of you in the vision that you had. It was just kind of a shadow. But the property, the building codes, which are like the effects on you, the piece of land, your nature, it was all already there. And the more we get our ego out of the way, the intuition that you've had through developing who you are, who you want your family to be, who you want to help other people to be, is kind of like manifesting itself. And I even, I would say, you're going through self-development too when you go through the process, but I feel like that was already there. Like that's part of like God's journey for you is like, you might learn more patience. Well, then now you're going to be able to share more patience with people or as a as a parent, you're teaching these kids, well, what's a better lesson than like learning like you stick through things. Like I saw a quote the other day that was like kind of agree with it, but it just kind of struck me as like opposite. I think it was like Thomas Sowell says something. I just saw it, so I might be totally wrong. It was like life is a windy road and people are on a windy road or something like that. And we definitely do change course in our life, but you get things accomplished when you're like, here's a goal and this thing's going to try to punch me in to the left and you might roll with it, but you're still going towards that same goal. So I think the destination, um, you need to have that in your focus and maintain that. So to me, it is kind of like the goal is straight. I don't know. Have you ever seen those like uh, graphs where there's like plot points on it and there's still they like have the mean line and it's like a goal. I kind of have that in mind. Like, oh, you might have to like wait a little bit here or cut your budget here. Maybe you need to add more money here or decide on a different material here. But you know the goal you're going to. And I think it's there when you've merged all those pieces together and we're just letting it emerge. Like I, it's funny because I, I know I'm talking a lot, but I'm always like, well, what I can bring to the table is like my design sensibility. But it's only becomes like 
Like in Narnia, they talk about C.S. Lewis is like, what's the lion's name? Aslan. Yeah, Aslan is like the deep magic or something. But I think that only like happens when you like get out the way and let the part inside of you come out. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, I do have something. I am I am here, but I've got to like, like with, like with the tie, like the cafe, like we, we designed a, a cafe and Jen and I had been meeting and Justin and I had been meeting and uh, we kept trying different things. And it's like, oh, I think this color would look good. I think this shape will look good. I think this tile will look good. And then we'll be like, yeah, yeah, this is the one. And then the next day it's like, no, that's the one. And then it was like, all of a sudden you start saying, oh, this is really cool. But each time somebody is like, I don't know. This is okay. This is okay. And that, that was just a f- uh, fun process to go through. Yeah. So. It, it is interesting, JD. I mean, the picture of <laughs> conceiving a baby, yeah. you know, and um, that it is an expression of yourself. And I think building anything certainly is that. I mean, you are taking raw components of materials and forming something that fulfills a vision, you mm-hmm. know, that you have. And Winston Churchill said, people shape their buildings and then their buildings shape them. Oh, and I think you might have I heard you say yeah, that. Yeah, cool. I heard that attributed to him. And I always thought, why in the world would he say that? And he actually said it because they were considering redesigning parliament mm-hmm. in England. And he wanted to keep the facing, opposing side orientation because he felt it added to the vigorous debate. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think... It is true that by the time you have your your land mm-hmm. and then the location of building codes, there's a lot already that's been formed. Mm-hmm. And so it's just a great illustration of uh, conceiving something. So we're glad. <laughs> we're glad we've done that. <laughs> yeah. How about we do this? You got time for like one more tip or experience you could share with anybody. Jen, is there anything going through your head? Yeah. Well, I would have you design all of my landscaping as well. Mm. Like you're so good at picking paint colors. You're so good at the details. And I just like, I just wish I could get in your head and know (laughs) all the landscaping ideas Mm. that you know. And you're just so good at all the details. You guys do have good landscaping (laughs) at your house. I like it. What about you, Justin? You know, I would say... If someone's considering building something, mm-hmm. I would say just do it. Now, I know there's due diligence and there's mm-hmm. all of those kinds of things. But I think life is short and the buildings and the, the physical environments, the built environments mm-hmm. that we live in, have such a profound effect on our lives. And it's hard to separate the home that we live in from the family mm-hmm. that we're a part of. And so we've taken some big kind of leaps of faith, so to speak, Mm -hmm. in some of our projects. And and there's been a process getting through that. But it's so worth it. And I feel like if someone is on the fence on whether I do it or don't do Mm -hmm. it, I would encourage someone, the space that you live in shapes the life that you lead. So I'd say, go for it. It's good to hear you say that because both of y'all have been through multiple personal building projects and you've even uh, I think flipped property and stuff like that and uh so the fact that you're still saying go for it is pretty pretty good for the benefit from all the the effort and this has been so much fun I feel like we could I mean we have talked about design a lot together so I feel like we could keep going but um thank you for joining us Jen and Justin if you are wanting to get started on your custom home 
Go to ca-rd.com and click on book a consultation. On another thing I say, if you want to listen to the podcast, go to ca-rd.com forward slash podcast. But no, just go to ca-rd.com and you can book a consultation to learn more in person with me about how to start the custom home process. Or if you already own property or you're a realtor and you have somebody who owns property and they want to get started, you can also click book a consultation and we'll help you get started. Justin and Jen, thank you so much for taking time away from your four kids on a weekday to do the podcast. Thank you. It's an honor to be here. All right. See you next week, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Card Custom Home and Architecture Podcast. If you are ready to start your journey of a lifetime designing and building a custom home or project, sign up for a free consultation at ca-rd.com today. We look forward to the journey together and making something unique for you and your family. If you have any topics you want to discuss or questions about your custom home design for future episodes, send us a message via our website, ca-rd.com. And again, join us next time for another episode of the Card Custom Home and Architecture Podcast.